Well, we've spent all this time talking about salvation this week, but the next question is, how can we be saved? How does this man, Jesus, who lived 2,000 years ago, grant us this salvation? Well, maybe the story will illustrate it. Several years ago, my wife and a friend took their kids to the St. Louis Zoo. The lions and tigers had been taken out of their cage and allowed to roam in large enclosures, and visitors could observe the cats by walking on these elevated skyways above the habitats. As my wife and her friend took the children up one of the skyway ramps, a blanket got entangled in a stroller wheel. So my wife knelt to help untangle the wheel while our preschool boys went ahead. When Kathy looked up, she discovered that the boys had walked through a small gap in the fencing and had climbed up on the rocks some 20 feet from the lion pen. Pointing to the lions below, they called back to their mother, hey, we can see the lions. They had no concept of how much danger they were in. But what could she do? If she screamed, she might startle the boys or the lions. The gap in the fence was too small for her to get through, so she knelt down, spread out her arms and said, boys, come and get a hug. And they came running for the love that saved them from the danger greater than they could perceive. And so today, with similar love, our Heavenly Father beckons us from the danger that would devour us. But see, the salvation story goes a bit deeper than this illustration, because instead of God just beckoning us out of the lion's den to be embraced by His love, the Father did something unthinkable, and He sent His Son Jesus to be mauled by those lions in our place. He took our place. He received the penalty for our sins. When we wandered away from our Father, the perfect one, Jesus, took our place. He paid our price so that we could run back to God and be embraced by Him. And so what do you have to do to be saved? All that's left is to turn to Him and believe. In Acts chapter 16, we read of a man who realized his need for a Savior. And in verses 29 to 31, we read this. He rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Maybe you've got the same question today. Paul and Silas replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Do you believe today? Do you believe that you need a Savior to save you from your sins and that Jesus Christ is that Savior? That's all it takes. Believe that He's the Savior and He will save. No good deeds needed. No rituals. No payment needed. All you have to do is believe and accept His love for you. And salvation is yours right now. So let's pray and maybe you want to pray this with me. God our Father, thank you. Thank you that though we are sinners, you have provided a Savior. Thank you that even the worst of us can find grace and mercy and forgiveness because you took our punishment away on the cross. Forgive me, Lord. I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. Wash me in Jesus' blood. Save me from the punishment and penalty my sins deserve. And fill me, Holy Spirit, to live in your power to show the world that Jesus is my greatest treasure. Thank you, Lord, for this gift of free salvation. I give you my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus.